Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. Mark Joseph Stern, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday from the exploding, deteriorating United States of America. Ah, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? It's pretty bad, but we're all just keeping our heads above water, trying to embrace the madness and chaos and live the shutdown lifestyle. (laughs) Well, we guess the government shut down in a little while. Let's jump in with this. This was a huge story uh, in American news, world news, social media as well. Uh, So a video emerged of an exchange between uh, teenage boys, students from Covington Catholic High School in Kentucky. It was outside the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, um, a standoff between them and a Native American elder. Um, What can you tell us? Why were they there? Because there's been loads of different conflicting accounts of how this exchange came to pass. People calling the young kids entitled white supremacists and other people saying, look, kids be kids. They were stupid, but they've been subjected now to trial by social media and different conflicting accounts. What's the broad overview? Right. So background is important here. These kids were in town for something called the March for Life which happens every year, it's happened for like 45 years, when a bunch of anti-abortion groups come to Washington, D.C. and protest Roe v. Wade, which is the Supreme Court decision protecting women's right to choose. Uh, It is a huge event. Hundreds of thousands of people come. Many of them are from Catholic high schools. They are bussed in. And even though it is about, uh, you know, anti-abortion activism, it is also kind of like like a big party for the teens. So these kids were at the Lincoln Memorial uh, and they saw an elderly native man who was attending a different event that same day, the Indigenous Peoples March. The man stood in between them and this group of people called the Black Hebrew Israelites who li- they stay in Washington DC and they basically shout homophobic and racist things at passersby. So the the cult- The cult was shouting at the kids. The kids were shouting at the cult. Then this native man walked in between the two groups, and the kids started making fun of him. And that is the footage that shot round the world, mostly out of context. Everyone saw a bunch of white kids wearing Donald Trump hats, Make America Great Again clothes, uh, yelling at this uh, native man, mocking him, making these racist gestures, and Recently, the story developed that these entitled, racist, Trump-supporting, anti-abortion kids were mocking a Native American man, proof positive that Trump and Make America Great Again culture is racist white supremacism. Now, that sounds like the way you're framing it, that you are are leaning towards a defense of these boys. Am I right? I am not leaning toward a defense. Uh, I am leaning toward nuance here. I believe that kids deserve second chances. I do not believe that we should write off all of these children as nasty bigots. What they did was bad, even in context, mocking this elderly Native American man who was trying to defuse the situation. It was racist and bad and wrong. Uh, on the other hand... Now, well, now, you know, wh- wh- why was it racist? Now, don't get me wrong, my 
initial thing was this is horrible and then I stepped back and said are they just like they're 15 year old kids was it as calculated as we're going to descend on this man because we are racist possibly not right no, no, that's not what they thought. They were imitating him and doing what we in the States recognize as racist gestures that sort of mock Native Americans, like the tomahawk chop, these sort of war cries. These are... Okay, well, I didn't these... see those. That's, yeah, that's okay. not good, right. It's in the video. I'm not making that up. And it's not the worst thing you could possibly do, right? It's not an epithet or a slur, but it's very insensitive. And so I think it shows more ignorance than cruelty. Um, but I do think that there is another aspect to this story. You know, it's the story that everyone has been talking about for four days, and we're not going to stop anytime soon. The right uh, conservatives like Tucker Carlson have now leapt to the defense of these boys and said that they are totally innocent, that all of the anger was totally unjustified. And, and I don't really agree with that entirely. I think this should be a learning moment about the, the racist gestures they were using. But I also think that Tucker Carlson Carlson needs to put his money where his mouth is, and if he's empathetic toward these children, why doesn't he have empathy for the black kids who get shot on the street for looking at a cop the wrong way? Why doesn't he have empathy for the children separated from their parents at the Mexican border? Why doesn't he have empathy for kids who don't look like his children? You know, I am all for a nuanced view of this and saying kids make mistakes, but if we're going to take that view, we have to be consistent, and it can't just be privileged white children it has to be all children okay well uh, let's leave that one there we'll take a brief musical interlude let's do a little bit of Post Malone um, we're back with Mark Joseph Stern after this here we go all right, there was Post Malone. We're back with Mark Joseph Stern. Mark, you mentioned Tucker Carlson there before uh, Post Malone. Um, he himself has been in the news. From what I understand it, he was in a restaurant. His 19-year-old daughter was verbally attacked by somebody who doesn't like him. And he says that whole event has been unfairly politicized. So for people who don't know who he is, first you might tell us, who is Tucker Carlson? What does he stand for? Um, and what do you understand about this attack on his daughter? Yeah, so Tucker Carlson is a Fox News pundit. Uh, he is a huge fan of Donald Trump. Uh, his critics call him a white supremacist, and I think that that title does make sense. He often talks about how immigrants make this country worse. He talks about how diversity is bad. He basically defends the principle that America is and should stay white. Um, and so I think he's terrible. Uh, uh, but I do not think this attack on his daughter is anywhere near justified, obviously, because first of all, his daughter uh, should not have to answer to his sins. It's not her fault that her father sucks. And second of all, these public confrontations uh, with, with uh, figures you disagree with, I think they have their place from time to time. You know, a very famous politician who's making big decisions. But when a guy you hate is out with his family eating dinner, you are going to traumatize that entire family. And so I think this, if this really happens, and I, and I will take Tucker Carlson's word, this was definitely a step too far. And this is an indication of when the left might need to kind of take a breath and step back and say, okay, Tucker Carlson sucks, we'll protest him, but we'll leave his daughter out of it. So he said that day uh, she, uh, he verbally abused the daughter in a very graphic way. Uh, she left upset. His son then went up and threw a glass of red wine over him. Tucker Carlson's, in his own words, says he had to resist grabbing a chair and beating the hell out of him. Uh, how is it being politicised, like Tucker claims? 
Well, I, I think it's being politicized on both sides. Um, on the left, you have people praising this action. Uh, the guy who, who allegedly attacked his daughter said that he is a, a gay Latino immigrant. Um, and so, you know, he, he is victimized by Tucker Carlson. Uh, and so the left is saying this is good. He's facing responsibility for his actions. The right is saying, look at this. The left is just a mob. It's mob mentality. It's violence and brutality. They're just attacking everyone they don't like. Uh, and so it's becoming just another piece of, of partisan fodder, when in reality, I, I think it's, it's a little different. It's, it's more nuanced, once again, from either side's framing of it. It's an example of one guy going way too far. He does not necessarily represent the entire left or even the entire leftist protest movement. Uh, and I do feel sympathy for Tucker Carlson here, because no one should have to see their daughter be verbally assaulted in a public or private place. Okay. And very finally, give us a quick update on the government shutdown. How many days in are we? Is there any sign of the deadlock breaking? We were talking last time about someone's going to have to blink first. Will it be Donald Trump conceding on the wall? Will it be Democrats conceding on the wall? What's the story? We are more than a month in. I believe we're at 33 days. There's garbage piling up downtown. The national parks are getting absolutely trashed. The museums are closed. Federal workers are furloughed. They have no idea what to do with themselves. Democrats are holding their ground. They are not giving this money for the wall. But, you know, the Democrats are saying we are not giving you money for this wall. This wall is a monument to racism. And Donald Trump is saying no money for the wall, then no government reopening. So we are just as much in a stalemate today as we were last week. Hate to say it, but I still don't see how this thing ends. Okay, okay. Well, we'll have a little update next week. Also, we're, uh, the days are creeping by for a first face-to-face -face meeting in Washington in a couple of weeks time it's very exciting it's so exciting thank you so much again for coming to my wedding celebration all of these years and we've never stood in the same room but I cannot wait to document every moment of our glorious reunion we'll do a slow motion Facebook live run it's going to be great <laughs> excellent Sounds okay good. well in the meantime we'll check in next week Mark always a pleasure always a pleasure talk soon bye bye hey. this is 2 